Ladies, our Supermama social is almost here. Join us and the entire Supermama's tribe on Saturday, May 12, 2018 at La Plaza de Culturas y Artes in downtown LA. We will have activities for the entire family and this year, drinks and food will be included in the ticket prices. So don't forget Mother's Day weekend. Tickets are now on sale at supermamas.eventbrite.com. We, We can't wait, wait to see you! Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista. And it was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Brisa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm -hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted and he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. ¿Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! Hello! Hi, Super Mamas. What's up, everybody? How is everyone doing? Great. My son's birthday was this past weekend. Woo woo! We had a birthday party. <laughs> I want to share with everybody Last minute. what Carista said. Really quick, I went to Disneyland for Saturday, did not sleep over. It was way too expensive. I decided to have something at the house. And uh, super last minute, just thought of having the cousins over, uh -huh. meaning Carista, Sabina... Sixta-ish, because she's a baby, <laughs> six months. And uh, Noah, which is my son's, my son's, my husband's nephew, hence my nephew. Anyway, um, who is also six years old. So I love Noah. He's so cute. I love he, him. Uh, he drove up uh, from San Diego with his grandma, with my suegra. So anyway, uh, I talk too much. Okay. Uh, birthday. Birthday. Share with you guys what Carista said. So she came in. <laughs> By the way, I saw her coming in because I was in my room and I saw her coming in with like conviction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, she had her present <laughs> and she walked in like fierceness. Like I am ready. I am here for a birthday, birthday party. party. Like, yeah. She was so excited for days. Okay. Days. She's like, oh my God, I cannot wait to Eduardo's birthday party. Mom, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. She's like, he's I'm her favorite. So excited. Yeah. He's definitely her favorite. Um, so we, you know, and then I, I come out and I say hi to her. And she goes, Teresa, where's everyone? And I was like, what do you mean, sweetie? She's like, like, yeah, where, 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 what time is, what time are the kids getting here? Like, where, where are the friends? Where's the payaso? Yeah. Like, where's no, the jumper? She, you know, she was like, where? So like, what time is this happening? And I'm like, oh, honey, this is it. <laughs> this is the party. <laughs> These are all the people who were invited, just you guys. <laughs> and then Elizabeth, her sister, was there. You're so you and your husband. Yeah, and then she was like, 
Oh. <laughs> and there was no piñata. That was the only thing that she said. She was like, Mom, they didn't have a piñata. And I was like, I know. No. Sorry. <laughs> Do I get like deducted Mexican points from my Mexicanness for not having a piñata at a birthday Hello. party? Hello. We had a piñata last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> At my house. Anyone? <laughs> it was just chill. It was, I actually had so much fun. Me too. I had the best time. I was so happy. I told my husband this morning, I'm so happy today. I had the best time last yesterday. Um, I know. It was so fun. It was like a family get together. We haven't had that in a while. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed it. It was the first time I had you guys over. Mm-hmm. Now that my, my backyard is fully remodeled. By the way, your backyard <laughs> is so beautiful. It's oh, so you. nice. It's like, it's so family friendly. Yes, it's like That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, we should be here every day, on, <laughs> every weekend. Maybe not. But, but that was so cool. So just FYI, like, here's what I did. I ordered party trays uh-huh. from one of my favorite restaurants in LA. I got like carnitas, rice, yeah, beans, so and tortas. Why I didn't order those from my restaurant? <laughs> because we didn't order them from my restaurant because we eat here every, every single day. day. And I thought like that would be a special thing for my son's birthday. Yeah. And he loves that restaurant and my husband loves that restaurant. And then I went to, so I, I food and then I went to Party City which I, by the way, love, <laughs> love Party City, love Party City. Um, hashtag zero, no sponsored, okay? <laughs> Not sponsored. I'm telling you guys what I did. Went to Party City. I got like six huge, no, five huge balloons, like circle balloons. Those were cool. Blue and white, like super like big ones. And then I got a big three in red. So that was like the Captain American colors. Because- your, what's your theme? <laughs> yeah my theme was captain america did you notice yeah <laughs> your theme and then i got like this blow up happy birthday balloon that you could just blow up with your uh-huh. like by yourself i love those and then i had this tp that like from before so i put the tp i put the balloon on top of the tp and then i just taped the happy birthday balloon <laughs> next to it and that was my photo off that was your decor that was my decor and then at party city i found these little like masks that kids could put on uh-huh they were like $3 and there's only four children. So I was like, great, everyone gets a hat. There's only four of you guys. So they had so much fun they running did. around. Oh and my God. Superhero, like- they actually, their legs were hurting on the way yeah. home because they were just, they just had so much fun. And they- at the end, yeah. And at the end, um, I have a little room and I just, everyone was like there with like their pillows and like blankies <laughs> watching Coco. And they were just having so much fun. We were too outside by, then, your, yeah. by your fire pit. And then we were getting lit. outside all the grown-ups i had it was such a great time had the best time but we came out and took some photos but i wish i had video though i know but we were talking about the fact that just us was 15 already (laughs) so thinking about it that is a lot of people already (laughs) just us like and mom and dad are not even here yeah that would have been 17 people just really like just, no guests no guests that's like zero invitations nothing it was just like come over my house like <laughs> nobody else and there was like four children four children four kids no, five ch- five kids five kids with Including six but she doesn't really count because she's just like in the corner going <laughs> uh i mean like running around children just four four which is great because then you it can keep an eye on them and, and they all it was still a lot yeah yeah they right? were still fighting well, you know. <laughs> Everybody was still running away from Sabina. Yeah. <laughs> Sabina. 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 Um, yeah, but that was good. But you know what? And also it was super clean. To, it was super chill to clean up. Yeah, it was. 
It was really easy. It was. I really liked it. I had a lot. And of we fun. had cake. We had cake. We had cake. It was super good too. We sang Happy Birthday like five times. He wanted to sing Happy. He wanted. I <laughs> love sing, it. Oh, oh, this morning too. He's like, can you sing? And it's so cute because we sing Happy Birthday, and that day he goes. <sighs> <laughs> there's like oh. no candles in front of him but he just likes to blow the candles that's the perfect age three well not yeah really. no but he was just so happy and like, he got he had so many presents <laughs> he has so many presents i think i'm gonna take like just like a luggage full of toys to oaxaca and just leave them there for what yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go to because but not to, from the from from the ones no, that he just got no 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 from like old toys that we have yeah just to kind of just do a little rotation. You know what? One thing that they told me is like you put some away, and then leave some, and then in a few months you t- you re- you re- rotate them too, and then he gets excited all over again. Oh, so you don't have cool. to buy new ones. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we leave. I'm leaving to Oaxaca for three weeks with 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 him. So, so I I do want to take. I think I'm gonna take like one luggage just full of toys, mm-hmm. and then just like <laughs> they can stay there. Yeah. Not, these are not coming back. Yeah. Because if not, mom's going to buy some over there. Yeah. Too. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am taking a scooter. Yeah. That's He's so like fun. really into a scooter right now. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. That's really, really good. Three yeah. whole weeks. Three whole weeks. That's going to be exciting for him. And mom and dad are super excited. Yeah. They're so happy. They're so happy to have their favorite child back <laughs> at home. So how was your weekend? How has your wick been? Wick. 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 ESL. Wick. How's your wick? How's your wick going? My wick's been whack. <laughs> my wick's been whack. Um, my wick's been whack and you're going to wax. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Wow. Um, I don't know if that's going to make it in, but you're the one editing this episode. Um. So last week I had my parent-teacher conference with Krista. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I am, I I don't know. I was telling the teacher that I'm having a hard time with the new core system because sometimes I can't even do homework with her. And it's so simple, right? So I had to have her explain to me how it worked because it's so different from where you and I learned to count additions it's so different it's it's about problem thinking and problem solving critical thinking (laughs) whatever see i don't even know i don't even know so they like every problem requires four different answers four different elements in each answer and i was like she's in freaking she's six years old but okay i guess (laughs) um but i was really really super smart yeah so that's that's my thing that's what i was i mean like she's reading i was like i forgot you know how to read i was putting on like the the movie and it says something like loading time through i was just like what yeah, but he said, it says it's we have to wait three hours. I'm like, oh, shoot, you know how to read. Oh, my gosh. She listens, she reads my text sometimes. And then I don't even notice. She's like, why do you tell daddy this? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you send him a text. I was like, oh, my God. So I'm like, I need to be careful what about right now, for real. Uh, but the teacher told me that she's doing really, really well. Uh, she's one of the youngest because she skipped. Um, kindergarten she uh-huh. went from tk to first but she's real doing really really well and i just i was just like oh my god i i have nothing to do with that because i'm really <laughs> i'm really I'm sure, I'm sure you have a lot to do with it no but you know i somebody told me the other day that i had to that they don't push homework 
until the third grade. Oh, that's great. So I was like, yeah, you know why? She, if she, she, she does it anyway, she likes it. So I told the teacher and she was like, I'm not even worried about that because she's doing so well. Like if she wasn't doing well, I would tell you. So it was really good. Like, she, you know, we had a really good conversation with the teacher and Ramiro and I had a chance to just kind of like learn what, what she is like in, in, in class. And we were very surprised. Some things and then another thing, um, some things we were not. And still, she's one of the youngest. So it's a little, her emotional side, it's still young. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as school, she's doing really good. So I was really proud of her and myself, I guess. Did you think, did you feel like the interview we had and the lady that really helped you and like getting ready for your parent-teacher conference? For sure. For sure. I'm really, really happy we had her. I feel like every guest comes like at a perfect time for for us. For you, you get you get really great resources from the show, Belina. I really do. I really, really do. Like, I, you know, I feel I feel very lucky, and I'm so happy that we get to share this with our listeners because, like, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, you don't know a bunch of this. I had no idea. Like, I I still don't know. Yeah, so you can so you can hear look back and hear back to this one before you head to your <laughs> parent teacher conference, or, or if you just want to get involved in school at oh, all, yeah, yeah, because. Yeah. I'm not involved in school and you guys will hear on the show, <laughs> which I was going to listen to back. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you're really not That's involved. That's going to be out there in the world. I hope my <laughs> teachers don't listen to this episode. Well, I'll be on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like mo- perfect mom of the year there with three not, children. I have like one and I can't even figure out their schedule, his schedule. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this week we have Annalile Sanchez. She is an educational consultant and she is going to tell us all about how do we even go to the teacher? What questions should we ask? How do we get involved? Is there, a, you know, too much involvement, very little involvement, all those questions. So without further ado, here's Annalile Sanchez, educational consultant and founder of AmigasyCafe.com. Oh my god! If anyone does have a sex tape, it's Paulina. I do not have a sex tape. It's currently on the making. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope. <laughs> I, I hope not. for the sake of our sponsorships, you don't have a sex <laughs> I tape. I do not have one. And if I do, it's with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> or no. <laughs> or uh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! If you had a sex tape with Michael B. Jordan, Paulina, <laughs> I would leak it. <laughs> Hello, Annalilia. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm you, so excited to be you here. You just witnessed like a total like sister sister <laughs> moment right now <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> just me, behind the scenes, what really goes BTS. down? Yes, this is my re- my life every day, Annalilia. I think working. With I live family. fearful. <laughs> I live fearful. You fear for your life every day coming into work with me. Yeah, because I'm like, oh my god. I hope Wait, we, I hope Reese is in a good mood today. Were we just saying like in the last episode how I'm the nice one? Uh, yeah, <laughs> total BS, right, Annalilia? <laughs> Not too bad. I I saw I, I saw you guys. You guys are okay. <laughs> um, thanks for coming in, mom of two, educational expert. Um, tell us how you got into this, um, how you got into this line of work. Well, I always have enjoyed working with children, with parents, and really it takes it back to my own personal experience being, um, a 
working parents who worked in the field and going to these parent teacher conferences. I remember as a second grader translating for my parents <laughs> and uh-huh. then being seven years old, I remember there's got to be a better way than me telling my parents what I'm not doing. There's got to be a better way. Uh, so I just pr- continued to pursue my education, uh, went on and got my bachelor's and master's in education. Mm-hmm. And it brings me back to where things have not changed. Mm-hmm. The right. students in the classroom are still doing the translations and parent-teacher conferences. And and it takes me back to, there's such a gap that our Latino parents don't know because they're so busy trying to provide, or they just don't know. They don't know what questions to ask the teacher. They're not sure um, what exactly should I ask. They go to school and they take care of it at school. Okay, so tell me what, questions should we be asking or how can we better educate ourselves how, what, what questions should we be asking how can parents prepare for parent-teacher conferences and parents those can be daunting mm-hmm. those could be daunting overwhelming and parents walk in and most of the time the question i get from the parents is como se porta yeah como se porta mi hijo and myself and as a teacher i've been working on change that and i tell the parents save that for last Ask me, how are they doing in math? What areas can I help in math? What is he understanding or she not understanding? How can I further support that? Reading, same thing. Give me specifics about what she is reading in the classroom. What novels, what chapter book are Mm -hmm. you introducing? And how can I support that in the classroom? And parents are see that as the teacher's job. And don't ask these crucial questions. You will have great teachers out there, but sometimes you have some teachers that are not working to their potential and the children are not benefit. So that's when the parents need to step in. So these questions, what extracurricular activities does the school offer? What what can my child, is there extra support if she's behind on something? And these are things that our community uh Many of them do not ask. They don't know even where to begin. I feel like I feel like uh, you know we should go a little bit back to like telling their parents what are their rights because I feel like you know uh, coming from like an immigrant community we see teachers as like authorities and we feel like you know like a lot of the moms feel like oh my god la maestra you know so I feel like a lot of the parents don't really know what their rights are as a parent with a teacher. Um, I recently found out, we found out that there's such a thing as like parent handbook in every school. Like a lot of people don't know that. I don't know if you can talk a little bit about that. The parent handbook for any school is basically all the way the school operates. And as a parent, you have a lot of options. You have a voice. And you're right, in our immigrant communities, many parents are intimidated. Many mm-hmm. parents don't step in, don't go to the parent um coffee with the principal or tea with the principal that the principals have inviting the community and what are well, th- you gotta go to work <laughs> yeah. and, and, I got no time for coffee I got time for coffee for myself <laughs> yeah and and many many do that but that's where some of the f- important feedback is received and then there's changes and parents wonder when was I notified when mm-hmm. was this yeah. and a lot of it is oh well there was a meeting and you didn't come uh, you know for English language learners there's uh, different organizations yeah 
And that this, again, in the handbook, you would find out when those meetings are, what the agenda is, and so forth. And at all these meetings, there should be a translator, which mm -hmm. sometimes you walk in and you say, oh, it's in English. Okay, well, I don't understand. Pa que vengo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there should be a translator. There should be a translator. You should have, uh, the school should have a translator for you there to make it accessible. And if there isn't a translator, how can you ask for one? You can ask for one at the school. You can go above the school and ask to the at the district, district level. District level, like I need a translator. The group of us moms are going, and we need a translator. And and they should provide one. Same thing for parent teacher conferences. Any event where it's parent involvement, it, and education's changing and getting better in some areas where they are providing these family resource uh, personnel, they are providing mm -hmm. these translators, but it hasn't always been there. And that has deterred parents for many years. And there's starting to be a shift, just kind of you see, like all of a sudden bilingualism is mm -hmm. like, oh, that's a good thing. It's dual immersion. Mm -hmm. Who are the students in dual immersion? You know, the more affluent ones that, oh, they're going to speak two languages yeah. where we've been dual immersion growing <laughs> up. We've been doing that for a long time, yeah. but it was frowned upon. Yeah. yeah. So. And, you know, I think that it's also, I, the reason also why I wanted to have you, it's because, you know, we, we've heard so many, you know, we've heard this over and over again as the community, we're stronger. Women who are together can really change the community and rise together. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you, it's because, well, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you speak English, number one. But you probably, you know, if, if your child is in a school and you see a mom who you may like mm -hmm. notice that she made us speak English or a mom who you think needs help, I want all of our super mamas to be super educated so we can empower them. Yeah. And they, and they become a stronger tribe right. together. Right. And I think like, you know, like every school has the right to have like a, like a Hispanic organization of parents and i feel like when they when you organize a few parents a, a latinx organization of parents latinx okay. <laughs> uh you know like the school listens more than it's just like one parent those parents but like if there's like a group of parents that can and speak for like the um, spanish-speaking community i think they're heard better and in any school where there's a group of students who are whose language is not English as the primary who have another language, there is, because of the state, there are committees at every school like the uh, the ELAC. And then further above that is the DLAC. And that's where the parents get their information in the language they need. Mm -hmm. And it, that's across the state. All right, what's ELAC, DLAC? What, what, e what? E e ELAC is English language acquisition, like community. And it's the meetings to drive, are we meeting the needs of our English language learner students? Mm -hmm. What is needed? And that's really where the parents are heard. And then the next level above that is the DLAC, which is the District English Language Acquisition Community. And it's, oh. this is all foreign. And you're right, some parents work and some parents are like, para que voy, la junta es bien larga, bien aburrida, no entiendo. Because it is. I mean, look, truth be told, truth be told, my child is in preschool. And already, like, I have no idea what's going on in school. <laughs> and like, for real, like, I get emails and I just kind of like the emails that come from school, I just kind of put them aside and I'm like, mm. and you're not the only one. And, and then I caught myself real quick last week when I was like, 
you know, there's like one parent mm -hmm. who goes to like the major meetings and then they send the minutes to all the parents via email. And I was reading it and I was like, that's so much information. Like, it is. oh my gosh. And he is in preschool. He's mm -hmm. three years old, for God's sakes. And you know what? And it starts with that parent involvement really begins. I mean, I would say it starts prenatally. Mm -hmm. But the preschool, there's different things you can do at that level. And one of the things I always tell the parents, because I do have preschool experience, I would tell the parents, just walk in, come into my classroom, go check it out. See how your son or daughter is doing. Uh, um surprise visits check i'm not saying there's all bad schools out there but you need to make sure you have a good fit for your child yeah. and that they are pushing them to their full potential preschool i truly believe you learn through play and exposure experience vocabulary is he coming home with those longer sentence that vocabulary and that's a before the five years old is such a crucial time period because that's when the language is forming the development developing any red flags you see hmm he's not really playing he's not really talking you know my younger one needed a uh, speech for, mm -hmm. and he only had 10 words at about a year old and as a teacher i kept saying uh he needs to have more he needs to have more and i remember the pediatrician i'm educated and the pediatrician just kind of all children are different all ch and i'm like no i know my son yeah. needs and i had to push for it yeah and even you know i knew what to do next so i went to the district wrote a letter said my son needs to be evaluated um the district said no they ju they're just young because you know what it's money that districts don't have and they if they can push you off They push you off to avoid doing that. So what did I do? What did, my family, we went private. Um, we were fortunate enough to be able to do private speech therapy. His language has blossomed. Mm. But had I not known that? Yeah. And you know, like, you know, like, I'm going to just do a very quick comparison. Like I have a, I have a girl that works here that her, you know, her kids goes to my school and my kid goes to my school, but she works. And like, I have the time to go to meetings and do mm -hmm. all this and all that. And then she can't because she's working. And so I can, I can totally like relate or both of our experiences are like two different worlds, even though we're in the same school, because a lot of the parents don't just, it's not that they don't want to, they want, they to. just don't have the time. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, I, I mean, I don't even, it, he's a three and like, mm -hmm. I don't even know. I mean, it's just like, we're just so, there's so much going so on, like much. at work, at home. And, and my thing, it's like, okay, I have an issue with this volunteer hours. And I know <laughs> like that's just forced because it's like, you, it forces you to be involved. And that's a way to get the community. And I know Paulina's like, you know, like, you know, you know, like the best mom and she goes through all this <laughs> stuff and like, you know, and fundraise here, fundraise that there. And my husband gets so mad when we get those fundraise and like emails because it's like, Number one, we're already paying the school. Yeah. So like, why don't you just make the tuition what it needs to be so you don't make us look bad of like not fundraising enough. Or not volunteering yeah, more like, hours. That gets me so upset. But, yeah. But I get what it is for. It's like to force it to go in the community. And it's like, but sometimes like you just work and like mm -hmm. at what point and And then it just goes back to like, well, am I a bad mom? Because like I choose work over like school and like it's my kid not important to me. Like no. should we make time? No. And that fine balance is so important in life and especially in education. And I know 
you know, once the children, what the students graduate from from high school, th- there's many b- different paths. Not everyone needs to go to college. I right. do realize that, but it's almost like exposing them that there is, let's say, certain steps that are encouraged, such as college and so forth. And you may not go to every meeting, but you may be able to go to one meeting once mm-hmm. a trimester. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So setting those small goals is more achievable okay. because I totally hear, I'm a teacher yeah, and it breaks my you, heart like, how do you go to that your- my son is, mom, I'm having a play. Honey, I can't be there. I'm with yeah. my 26 students. Yeah. So it, it's a very fine balance uh, you know, which takes me on to a year ago, I was going through cancer and it just put every, you survived, like I survived. Yay. 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 I was going to get into that later, but you're yeah. a cancer survivor and got, you know, good for you. the Lord is great. Congratulations. We, we need you. to celebrate that. We need to celebrate your, but that's your one freedom. of, the, that's one of the things that reshifted many of the things that I was doing that, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? I wasn't able to make it to all his place in kinder for second grade and so on. Well, now he's a fifth grader. So I'll make it to like I'm chaperoning a field trip to Disneyland next week. And I thought I'm taking the day off. (laughs) Yeah, we're going behind the scenes. So I'm excited about that. But it's those baby steps that you can make. And like Paulina, as you were saying, with the community that it's two moms, but their lifestyles are very different. That's where the community comes in and you reaching out to this mom and just saying, did you know this is going on? Mm -hmm. I know you weren't at the meeting. You know, let let me just give you the information. That's true. And as little as you give this information, it's that opening that door, destapándole los ojos to see, oh, okay, well, Paulina's talking about this. And another mom mentioned, you know, there was coffee with the principal or whatever. So slowly... And I've been at schools where we had five parents in the room and there's this whole meeting and there's five parents. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's always the same parents. And it's always the same like, parents. I know everybody. And I have to tell you, through finding that link, that teacher or that that mom that gets the word out, I then was fortunate enough to be at a school where we would have standing room only. No, it's true. You know, it's all, it also gets tricky though. Cause like for me, you know, like she says, I try to get involved and you know, there's a point where it's like, there is only so many parents that do it that like when the few parents that like me, sometimes I feel bad that I'm like, Oh man, I didn't go help. Oh, let me hide. You know? Cause once you start getting involved, you're the involved parent. You Mm-hmm. and everything see that's why i don't get involved and I'm like, <laughs> they're not expecting nothing's expected of me but i think when you say it's i love what you said because i'm just having kind of like a realization moment where if you don't get involved with the teacher or at least get involved with the parents right at least mm-hmm. have like a group chat between five moms mm-hmm. i don't even have that you so i'm so bad and i'm just like thinking about what you're saying i'm like i should at least <laughs> approach the moms or dads mm-hmm and or maybe not the dads huh just the mom um sometimes are cool yeah Yeah. i know but isn't this like hey let me get your number (laughs) anyway so um just like get 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 like a group chat with like some parents and then be like hey like so what's up with the spring benefit like like you know but then i always feel like oh fuck i'm like that mom that likes never gonna be (laughs) 
No, but I think it's also important because you need to know who, like, the families of the kids that your parents, that your kids are. Yeah. And especially if you're at a school yeah. where your child is going to continue, or those kids are moving on to an elementary yeah. school together, you want to build those bonds because yeah. that's going to so be your that's tribe. The community. That's the community. That's the community that's going to help you with your yeah. children as they move on and, and kinder and, and so forth. Yeah, and you know, like honestly, like for me, like I know the parents, and then sometimes I'm like, hey, like, you know, can I have a plate after school, and I'll pick her up from school great please do mm-hmm. take her you know right yeah. but then it's like what if you're the mom who picks them up from school well you, you don't have do to be all the time to. do it again baby steps maybe I one know. once every I, three I months you know the- how i became a mom like i like i have all i'm just like because balina's like i come so natural for mm-hmm. her you know like she loves being involved and all the stuff and goes to the parent teacher conference and it's like like she actually volunteers and i haven't done any of my volunteer hours and some of the volunteer <laughs> stuff as a teacher i'll tell you what like sometimes I know the school has many different uh, committees you can get involved parents we always need parents any school they always need volunteers but you can even get involved on a one-on-one with the teacher Mm -hmm. approaching the teacher how can I help you from home I can't come in but you know what? I can do this from home. What do you need? Okay. And I have some moms that work full time that I say, okay, these need to be cut out. These need to be glued. Or like I need supplies for the school. Amazon deliver it. Exactly. To right. Oh, pa- parents okay. who are able to do that, absolutely. That You know, I would approach I that. that. But <laughs> then even if you're not at these meetings, you're already making that connection. Mm-hmm. And you want to be known at your son or daughter's school. Yeah. Because... Yeah, you have to. Okay. You have to be. You have to because I feel like... I feel like... I, I know this is not... Like, everybody. Not everybody can do this. But once you start getting involved with school, they pay... I feel like... They pay more attention to your kid because they're like, oh, no, la mamá, she's on top of it. Va like, venir. And that's going back to parent-teacher mm-hmm. conferences. I know the parents that are going to walk in with the list of, yeah. okay, Mr. Sanchez, this was his level, uh, Lexile level before. What's the new Lexile level? At what mm-hmm. level, reading level are they reading at? Lexile level. Yeah. Reading level. What reading level are they at? And... So it does. It kind of, as a teacher, it keeps me on yeah. my toes because I know these parents want Are these questions mm-hmm. answered, which is great. So what questions should we be a- asking? You know, elementary school versus middle school versus high school. What questions should we be asking when we talk to teachers? Elementary school, you know, a lot of, there's so much change right now in education with Common Core. I want to know about what that. What is Common yes, Core? Yes, because I am so confused. Common Core. <sighs> can we just all like? Can we just like not? Cool? I'll give you guys the condensed version. Can't so kids be born like smart. Yeah. Like, can they? Like, there's there's like calculators. What's the point of going Google. to math class? Just Google. Like, and what? I and I agree with you to some extent. I like, really like, do. Why can't you just put a kid in school and be like, learn how to Google, learn how to use your iPhone. You're ready to go take a job. You're ready. Go get an internship somewhere. You know, like that. Like why? Why history? Like. Who's a president? I don't know. Hey, Siri, who was the first president? <laughs> and the, the, one of the main things that I see in the, in the classroom or in the community is that even us probably going through school, it was a lot of procedural. We just memorized the formula. We memorized, okay, that's what you do it. Why? You carry it over because that's what you do. But you didn't really understand what you were doing conceptually. Mm. What does it mean to carry over a tens in place value, like ones, tens, hundreds? Yeah. Kids just cross out and write it. But if you ask them to explain, they have no idea. That's true. The formulas. Learn the, the formula. Yeah. You know, find the perimeter. Okay, well, you do this. Da, da, da. Done. 
But, but he, they didn't know what he meant. The perimeter. But the idea, <laughs> the idea is, we you. want our children thinking higher level. Okay, okay. So I, I that is someone like you explain to me why he should go to school. <laughs> <laughs> so we want them not just to spit up an answer. We want them to understand perce- the concept. The, the concept. concept perce- okay, this is what you do procedurally, but I can talk and I can explain math nowadays. You look at a math it's problem, and it's it's a whole word problem, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Whoa! I thought we were doing math." It's very tied yeah. in with reading I've now, and you can't just okay add this and this. Oh, that's you great. Could, but I feel like, I mean, I mean, I, I understand. And I think for me that the, why I didn't understand is because in Mexico, that's the way it is. And Mexico is common core, I guess. Porque hay muchos problemas. Uh-huh. And, and then right now, like, Carissa is in first grade and she gets a lot of problemas. Like, a word problema. Exactly. Like, Luis y Juan estaban en el parque. They're, they're and, teaching her about problems from early on. I <laughs> yeah. Like that. Math problems. But you know, is like, that like the same thing as critical thinking? Yeah, and it's core? basically... Pushing the critical thing, pushing critical thinking, and really it's changing the mindset of the students. Before you would feel, I don't get it. I'm not good at math. Mm. And the shift in education now is anyone could be good at math, but you're going to do this. There's certain steps you're going to take to get better at it. So that's common core. That is common core. Thinking critically and applying what you know. So you're not just applying math. You're applying the reading. You're applying hands-on. You're using more manipulatives. You're drawing it out. You're... Like real-life problems. Real-life problems. So I feel, Mm. you know... Education is always going to shift and there's always going to be a pendulum and we might be back to memorizing formulas before you know it. But for now, I see the purpose behind it is pushing the mindset of the students. Mm-hmm. Got it. Which that's what should we doing? That's what we as moms should we doing at home, right? Absolutely. One of the things um, with as young as your preschooler, mm-hmm. and I know I did this with my son, was I took him to visit a college. Which is like so foreign. Like, I mean, he's nowhere near applying. Yeah, my daughter was like, I don't want to go to college, mom. I just want to go to high school. Yeah. but <laughs> I'd be like, cool. But I'm, it was... I don't believe in college, but it's like a whole different right. like, conversation. Absolutely. But it was one... For me, um, growing up in the Central Valley, yeah. really my... I was either, you know, my parents said, vas a trabajar el fil o vas a ir a la escuela. Right. Yeah. So for in my personal experience, college was my way out. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, for me too. You're going to work too. at the restaurant or you're going to go to college? Hell yeah, I'm going to go to college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I I mean, I see it now. And I took a whole group of moms on a field trip to visit a university once. And they still talk about it years later. They're like, we would have never thought to go sat in a lecture with our three-year-old and Aww, just okay, cool. absorb yeah. that. And I said, this is college. And you got to prepare yourself plantando esas semillas yeah. from very early on. Yeah. Getting to kinder. And I mean with your preschooler doing some of the things um as an educational consultant before i would tell parents simply talk to them talk to them in the car sing to them ask them about their day and not just hey how was your day give me three things that you really liked about your day so the kids will probably tell you more such a good point it's such a good tip and for my fifth grader it pushes him because usually it's lunch was good Good. What did you do? Play. Play. Or you could, you know, as your kid gets older, maybe you can like delete. Where I, I forgot which movie I saw that it was like they couldn't use the word good, you know, because it's like it. <clears throat> the thing behind limiting certain words because l- words limit you. You know, you put like 
it was good. It limits your experience. So you can't like we can't use the word good at home. So tell me how else was you like whether like how else did it make you feel? So there's certain words that are just standard English words that you cannot use and it forces their mind to expand and like actually use like it was incredible, life changing and made me feel this and like really exploring their feelings right? you are doing common core right now like in <gasps> writing because that's something i do with my students like they come in monday and they write and it's not just my weekend was good my weekend was great because and they have to follow that even when i hear in in group talks with in my classroom I, i can say i agree with paulina But it doesn't stop there. I agree with Paulina because I am also thinking it was great for me. Be- you just got to add and build yeah, yeah. build that. on that. I see that with Krista and I really like that. Even that, as you're talking uh, the younger kids, I there was a time period when I first started education. I did home visits with prenatal to, uh, to three years old. And the moms would tell me. Maestra, yo no le hablo, él no habla. ¿Para qué le hablo? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't... They were... Being bad moms, they had no idea. So with the program I was with at that time, I every month I would come out and bring a new lesson, leave books, leave toys, play like this. And it was such an eye-opener for that community because they had no idea, like, I'm supposed to, but he's not rolling around. Why am I supposed to play with him, maestra? Estoy limpiando la casa, estoy haciendo esto. And slowly we started to see a change in that community because then again, we would have 70 moms with their strollers walking up the street to this play group and so forth. So it's the little stuff that we already do as a community. We're storytellers. We've heard stories through our grandparents and so forth. And it's honestly honoring that and pushing that. And Sorry. you know what? I really like, I, I've gotten different people asking me like, it's just like once your kid gets older, they don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, that's what you I was know? Go. And it's like, you know, how do I make them talk to me? And I think you just mentioned something that could be so cool. We can start making this little test and maybe it could be like a cool little like project to see if, if you have a child that doesn't talk to you, why don't you tell them stories about their grandpa or even if he doesn't talk to you, you sit there and tell about how you grew up. You know, like the like how like things that you've never shared with him. Like, hey, I remember when I was a little girl. One time, I came home and my mom was doing this, and your grandma was like that. But like, use your own common core and make like long stories. Create a short story, and and even if he doesn't respond, he's he'll 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 kind of you you plant seeds that eventually he'll want to ask you questions about. Mm-hmm. And it's all about making those connections as young as preschool or as old as they are. And, you know, they drive us crazy. But making those connections and about real stuff. What about uh, like like middle school, high school? Because I know that's such a like tough. Middle school, I, I have to say, I, such a tough stage uh, for the kids trying mm-hmm. to find their own identity. Mm-hmm. They kind of re- hormones rebellious because they don't want their parents involved. Like, I don't need you at these meetings. But the parents should still attend these meetings. Sp- parents should still go and check out the schedule. What classes are they getting? Because that's really going to guide them into what classes they're going to have ultimately in high school, which then opens the doors for other opportunities. So middle school. A lot more clubs, uh, organizations at school that the kids can become a part of. And I think that's the time for the parents instead of saying, no, vas a ir otra vez a otra junta. No, no, no. That's when the parents, okay, you're interested in this, I don't know, choir club after school. Okay, go check it out. And you as a parent become, okay, who's the teacher? Let me connect with that teacher and encourage them and see what's all that, what's that school group 
club about or these meetings or um and so forth but it's Middle school can be tough. I have a question about, about uh, as a teacher, your opinion as a teacher. It's like, you know, at what point do we start looking into like their emotional um, stability in school? You know, with everything that's going on, you know, how do you start? Is it, is it since elementary? Like if the teacher that a lot of quejas, should you be worried? Should we worry at middle school? Should we, like, when should we? You, you know, and that's where the question, ¿Cómo se comporta? That, that should be at the parent conference, but not the first one. It should be more at the end. Tell me about his personality. Tell me about his strengths in a social setting. Got it. Tell me about his weaknesses in a social setting. How can I help him improve as a as a learner? Um, emotional needs right now is such a tough time. We have so much going on in our country mm-hmm. that as a teacher, I have to tell you, it is the most exhausting I feel that every day I go in and I'm not sure what I'm going to walk into with the community I work with. I have from parents being deported, from them being evicted, them living in a car. They're worried about the migra coming. They're worried about politics. Uh, You know, even beyond the community, they see the shootings going on. Right now, we need to be so attuned to their emotional needs, even as young as preschool, because I have to tell you, even though I don't watch the news at home with my own children, because it's too depressing. That's not what I want to focus on. My my younger son will come home and he'll say, Mom, did you know this? Mm -hmm. Because someone else is watching it. Yeah. And they bring it to school. So that's, and my my little Adrian, my five-year-old, was asking about the shooting in Florida. So it's one of those things that I, I said, you know, it was a bad person. Because he, you know, we're in the good and, and the bad and Flash and mm-hmm. Superman. I said, it's a bad person. You don't need to worry about it. You're safe. So I kind of nipped that and ended that conversation with my older son. Um... I just tell them we live in a crazy world and you just need to, if you need something, if something's not right, if something doesn't feel right, you need to let someone, someone know right away. And as parents, we need to slow down and just check in with them emotionally yeah. every day. The emotional need yeah. right now in all schools, I don't care what school, yeah, it's huge. So as a parent, do check in just, hey, anything make you feel happy at school? Anything make you feel sad at mm-hmm. school today? Where you kind of get into their emotions and they can open up a little bit. Oh, you know, little Johnny is travieso and he did this. You you know other, you learn about their friends, their per, other friends' personalities and so forth. But... You guys um, have a really tough job. I, I, I commend you. Like, I know. 26 kids by yourself. I mean. Right. Because nowadays, most schools don't have an aid. An aid is out the window. There's no financial money for that. You know, if I need pencils, I go buy pencils for my classroom. If I need paper, a couple of years ago, I mean, I was bringing in the paper from Staples because the school had no paper. Oh, my God. So every school uh, experience will be a little different. And part of the reason that I am at a lower income school and I feel I will always, my heart will always be there because I was one of those students. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting in one of those student, uh, being that student, having the parents who sat in the back because they didn't understand the meetings. They would go, but they didn't understand or take the day off from work so they can make it to these meetings that happen once a year with the teacher or so forth. And in high school, 
even more of a crucial age because, you know, definitely the kids feel they don't need us anymore. I, I got the world. I've got it, mom. I don't need you. <laughs> but I think as much resistance as we get from our kids, that's when our toughest moms as parents becomes even more important to be yeah. there. And they may not say they need us, but us being almost like one step ahead of them. Okay, what are they doing? Okay, they yeah. have social studies today or they have Spanish class. What what novel are you reading? What or read it with them. Read it with them. That's huge. Read it with them. I remember with my preschooler when he uh he loves my older one, my fifth grader, he loves books, but I remember reading chapter books to him when he was three years old. Mm-hmm. And just starting and that exposure and that has carried on. Mm-hmm. And now I have my five-year-old saying, can you teach me how to read? Because I want to read. So we've started doing the simpler books. But it's just being, sometimes it's hard as a mom because you know what? The world is buzzing so busy with our careers, our families, different needs. We're tugged in many different ways. And it goes back to, that's right, I'm a mom. And that's, sh- I, that's number one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're number one. <laughs> right because you have to be okay so you can be okay for your child kind of yeah. like on an airplane put on yeah. the mask first and then assist a child yeah it's a hard time to be i think even a parent like it's hard to be a teacher yeah, right now like, but I it's even like, a parent you know growing up it was like oh he's in la escuela he's fine you know he's taken care of and nowadays you're like oh my god are they really is he really you know do i have to bullying, worry about that? everything you know you, school used to be like a safe place like was it though You know, was it more like we were just like, you know, naive to the point that we thought it was and like these things, these issues weren't being spoken about. You know, it's like before you think like everything's fine. There's no sexual harassment happening anymore. And then all of a sudden this blows up, you know, like maybe it's just it's always been like that. But now it's like in our face. It's in our face. And and maybe we have to deal with it. The perspective the perspective that we have on it or like our eyes are a little bit more open where it's changed the way we look at things. We question more and we do wonder, oh, is it safe? Because before I knew they were at school and they're playing recess and so forth. And now there's just so much stress on everybody's shoulders. Yeah. Expectation. Expectations and that that could be... Unnecessary noise. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. And then um, this has been amazing. I think we like just went over above and beyond what we were supposed <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> let's take a break and then come back with a scroll up. And we're back with our Super Mama Picker Tip of the Week. And uh, one tip that I give to all parents, because homework has changed the way it looks or the math work, um, and I I have the website for you guys, visit Khan Academy, um, I believe it's .org, and any math problem you need to understand to help your children, you can look it up. There's tutorials, super easy. Is it all levels? All levels from... Pre-K to high school and beyond. Oh, cool. And it's across all subjects. And Khan uh, Academy. Yeah, Khan Academy. And I'll give you the the link so you guys can can link that. And the other tip I would just say, just find something to enjoy your ch- uh, your family, your children with every day because life is so precious. Yeah. 
And it's a busy time in this world. We're busy, but just making that moment to stop and absorb the positive that is happening, the greatness that you have at home, at your family, etc. Yeah. So stop and breathe. True. true, true, true. That's what I'm trying to do every day. Paulina? Um, well, you know, uh, I, you know, now we're talking about schools and communication. I thought about the app that we use at school uh, with the teacher. And I think it's like really cool because it gives me sometimes when you ask your kid, like, what happened today at school? They're like, nah, you know, whatever. They don't really give you um, like the real details. We use this app called Class Dojo. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool because it's like a little Instagram for the class. So, for example, you know, the teacher uploads pictures there and then she puts whatever they're doing. So when I when I see my daughter, I'm like, hey, so I, I saw that you did like the Kente paper today. How was that? So then she's like, oh, yeah, Kente. And then she started explaining me what happened. And I'm like, this is great because I know what's happening in school. I know what's happening in the class. I know what, what she's doing. And I feel like now with all this technology and everybody can use phones i feel like we can take advantage of all these little apps that it's a community and i can talk to the teacher directly mm-hmm. to the app and then she can send me messages and they you know it's i think it's pretty cool it's called class dojo that's the one that my my school uses but i know that there's so many other right. ones that, that that they can use and Do it's you like use a any little apps for you i use one called remind and the only reason i didn't do use class dojo uh it, it also tracks you can track their behavior on there and so I like to focus more on getting the messages out to the parents. So I use Remind. But a lot of the teachers I work with do use Class Dojo. And Remind could be a app used for, let's say you have a group of girlfriends that you guys need to be on the same page about this. So one of you is the organizer and sends out, hey, remember, we're going to, it's a reminder app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can preset the the messages to go out and you get them via text or via email. And it could be about anything. But yeah, yeah. I, it's same cool. idea yeah, yeah. i can send pictures parents can contact me directly as Maybe. a teacher i can set my hours yeah. and but i'm always accessible to the parents yeah, and exactly. that's that's the beauty of technology and they actually i upload the homework there so if you don't have it or if the kid doesn't give it to you you can print it from there and stuff so that's pretty cool i, I like it yeah <laughs> stuff you get to look forward to Maricia. I was just saying, like, if you don't, you know, so you can see what's going on in school. Yeah. Am I, even if you're I work. guess I have, but, but I guess you just ask the teacher, like, hey, can you be on this app? You, you could. could. Like, how do you even just, I guess that's one thing of getting involved, right? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you go to teacher parent conferences and then you push for like, we need all the teachers to do apps so we know like what we're looking exactly. at and make it easier for us. And like, that's, that's like step one of getting involved, right? If you want to see change in your school, like you go to the major meetings and you push it with like the principal right. and then you, they make it like a thing. And if there's enough parents that talk about enough it. Enough working moms like you that say, you know, we can't come to this coffee with the principal because we're we're busy in our office. We're busy doing this. But you do push enough yeah. that then the principal, okay, you know what? We can send you guys reminders mm-hmm. or the minutes right away after yeah. the, me- the yeah, meeting. Yeah, that makes so much sense. You guys there are so like, in my yeah. school, there's also like a text so I get texts of like, today is free day, whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you know, so. Yeah, I guess I have to figure out how to make that daycare a little bit more like up to speed with like <clears throat> technology. I'm sure so there like are and maybe you don't even know. There could be. <laughs> but if not, this is opening your eyes for what you can I'm look forward so to in kindergarten. I hope there's like other moms out there who are like vibing with me and not like judging me for like, oh my God. 
No, don't judge. Just <laughs> no, get you your tribe. I mean? There's very few moms that are involved. Yes. And there's always the same ones. So it's like, you know, it's like you're part of the bigger percentage of people. <laughs> That's true. It, it's a it's scary thing to get involved with something you're unfamiliar mm -hmm. with. Yeah. And even, like I said, even being an educated person, some of these meetings I go and I'm like, oh my gosh, what language are they speaking? Because <laughs> some of the, you know, it, yeah. I got to step back and okay they're talking about yeah, i think and like and at the end of the day it's like really up to like us like up to me to like make the decision like okay i really need to get more involved right and you do know? it baby steps and do and and you know there's also two of us right there's also like a husband and a wife right. and like not just me and there's you know ways of actually getting both of us involved because if if because that's another thing right like if there's two parents and like one's super involved and like the other one's not gonna know anything and then those things are not going to translate into the house. Correct. So like, his email. Yeah, you know what list. I mean? So like it's it's like about, it's just so much stuff when you're a mom. And there is, and sometimes you have both emails. Try when you have two kids. Why did I even Two have different have classes, two different schools, two why different emails. Why did I even have kids? That's why I don't want to have another one. <laughs> two different activities, two different volunteering. Oh, two and different then once everything. you get into sports later on, oh God, you're, you become a taxi and yeah. Yeah. That's See? dad. My tip of the week is not to have another child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't have a tip or a pick this week. I think my only tip that I think I've gotten so many tips from both of you guys talking. You know, I think one of the tips it's like share family stories with your children. Yeah. I think it's so important. Like, you know, sometimes like, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day. She was telling me stories of her that I had no idea. I was like, you used to do that? What? Why didn't you ever tell me? Like, why? And, and I think like, Sometimes we think like we 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 ask so much of our children to open up to us mm -hmm. that we forget to open up to our children. And that's how you build trust. Like think mm -hmm. about like a friendship. Like you can't just expect you go show up to a friend, you know, have them tell you everything. You could you have to share with them. You know, so like open up to your children, share stories of you growing up, share how you how you were at school, share like your favorite memory, like Or you remember growing up, share how you used to be at school, share, you know, share stuff with them. Share stuff that is real and that you can relate. And you bring, you bring a memory to me. I was telling my, my children, both of my children know I was going to do this podcast today. And they're both super excited. My little one doesn't quite understand, but he was super excited. <laughs> and my son, Diego, he's in the car most of the time with me. So we've heard some of your podcasts oh, together. Oh. Don't worry, I fast forward through some stuff. Oh. But Di uh, I was telling Diego, Diego, like, I'm going full circle right now. And he's like, how, mom? And I said, honey, I remember being like in high school. And I remember grandpa, we would drive to LAX to drop someone off or mm -hmm. come. And we would stop by Gelaguetza. Oh, really? And this is like one of my parents' favorite restaurants. Oh, so we would drive you. and we would come. And it's, it's weird because <laughs> then I was like, Honey, I'm gonna go and grandpa used to take me to this restaurant. Aww, I love as that. so, you know, and he was like, Mom, I'm so proud of you. Aww. And and but you're right, opening up. And it's yeah. something so simple that I was like, I'm going here today, but I've been to the restaurant, but yeah. now I'm going in for something else. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why we do what we do and like the restaurant to us is just so special for because of stories like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like coming to the restaurant every day and like working here every day there's like no bigger joy that i have than like when i hear or see that like 
a parent bringing their child here because for whatever reason, you know, you couldn't go back to your country or whatever, you know, or, or you don't, you know, you don't go to Mexico every other weekend mm-hmm. and you can't really have those flavors that your parents grew up with. And it's just so important to keep those flavors alive. And like to hear you say that, that's exactly what we do, what we do. That's why we have the restaurant. That's why yeah. we keep it alive because it's so important to expose our children to those flavors. And now your son's going to come to the restaurant and like, you think like your your dad brought you now you're bringing your child yeah and it's so it's just it just transcends through generations it's not like something that just comes and goes culture mm-hmm. never comes and goes culture's always there yeah Col- and, and it again it brings other stories that yeah. now he has mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like oh and and questions and i mean he was just so super excited and hi diego yeah <laughs> hi adrian oh so um, well i know you have a blog where you talk about this and so much more and i want all the moms to visit it tell us you know where we can find you um I, I started the blog in December and it was just one of those things that i felt i just needed to push myself and i feel i'm a storyteller yeah, you totally are. You are. And I feel I make connections. Uh, my dad always says, tenemos un don con la gente. Yes, you do. And I, I used to do conferences for large scale, like 100, 200 people. And after I became a mom, I kind of scaled back and stopped all that. Uh, but I think it's something I'm going to continue to pursue. And the blog just allows a little insight of being a mom, being a teacher, being a wife. And I started it just very simple. I started it in December with some vacation stuff we did in December. But my goal is I'm going to build it up more. And it's amigasicafe.com. And I, punto com, and I just felt like you can always chat with friends. Yes. yes. You can always have a cup of coffee with a friend or a cup of something. But And that's where the name originated that I thought that's something nice. quick doesn't have to be this whole plan thing and i try to keep the blog as real as possible and i'll be adding a lot more to it um amigasicafe.com and on instagram you are at amigascafe amigascafe twitter and- amigasicafe and pinterest amigasicafe well you got them all i mean you, you, you're there yeah so so i started and it, it's something new but it's one of those where i'm pushing myself to take bigger risk in lives amazing and and yeah so i'm excited to share oh, that with everyone well, i hope all the moms get to visit the website they can ask you questions and you know like if uh, you've definitely inspired me and like i really got a lot of insight on how to approach getting involved without being so overwhelmed you know, overwhelming and like, you know, just kind of pushing it away. So thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. you for having me. Um, don't forget to follow us at inst- on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Supermamas, Supermamas podcast on Facebook and Supermamas.com and our personal Instagrams at Brisa and I am We will see you next week. Supermamas. Supermamas. Bye. Bye. Bye.